hope everybody used the whole week to think about Jason Voorhees fucking. Because we're going to talk about Jason having a son. Are you ready, Jim? Are you ready to get into this? Sure. Yes. Now, you kind of hit it in the tease last week. This is some extra lore from, I think it's, it's a novelization for, for Jason X. Oh. Of all fucking things, Jason X to the third power. <laughs> to the third power, one of several books to take place after the events of Jason X. Wait, one, hold on. Stop. I know, Pause. I know. One of several books? Oh, I'll stop. All right. Yeah, Jason X to the third power, one of several books. Who knew there's this expanded universe for the Voorhees family? I wonder if they're all dog shit. I kind of want to get my hands on some of these and see what's going on. So I'm just going to read this from ScreenGeek.net. Uh, do you remember the character Claude Bardox? <laughs> Is he from Jason X? I don't know. Okay, you, you, here we go. You were looking for a bailout, and I couldn't I was, help. I was, you. I was, I was gonna. I was prepared to be impressed by your knowledge of Jason X. <laughs> no, so, I saw yeah. that movie mm, twice, maybe. While Professor Claude Bardox was working on one of the two moons belonging to Earth 2, he, he ran a genetic experiment <laughs> on fellow geneticist Sarah Jefferson. It was during this experiment that she was impregnated with Jason's genetic material and eventually gave birth to a boy named Free Jefferson. <laughs> F-R-E-E, Free? Correct. What? I think I don't think these are going to be good novels. <laughs> is all you don't say. They could be. I'm could looking be, at the cast be. of characters from Wikipedia right now. There oh, is no yeah. such character listed. Okay. So unless he really doesn't have screen time, uh, I okay. think this is a. Well, I have a Doctor Eliosius Swimmer or Wimmer. Mm. I've got a Professor Brandon Lowe. But no uh, Bardox, huh? No Bardox, nothing. No Bardox. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, so yeah, this might take place years after Jason X, because this is to the third power. So, all right, oh, I have God. to see what these other books are now real quick. I'm this sorry, isn't on like fanfic.net or something? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Somebody made this. All right, here we go. Jason to the third power. Very good. Um, I think they went straight to that one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All yeah, I see gonna... are uh, Avatar Press put out a Jason X special comic book in 2005, and then in 2006, they had a two-issue comic book called Friday the 13th, Jason versus Jason X, and then there's one called Jason X special. Jason and the Fun Club, no, 13. Yeah. Wonderful. I definitely don't see anything about a child or anything. This is wild. Jason X to the third power. To the third power. It's like how all the, the, the crime novels just go in order. You know, one at the top, two down the street, three up a tree. It's like you're just going to go you're just doing numbers in all the titles. A's for a murderer. B is for bash your fucking brains in. I hate that shit. I hate that. This in novels. Oh, this is a novel. It's real. It sure is. Nancy Kilpatrick. God bless. Let's get her on the show. We'll just edit all those things out. <laughs> Easy peasy. Well, no. I mean, hey, she wrote a book. It's it's not her fault. She didn't come up with the uh the universe of Jason X. She's just adding to it. So besides that fun little, that little space romp of uh, genetic Jason babies, Jason babies, he's going to, okay. Is there anything there with me regarding Jason Voorhees having children, having any sort of relations and we don't have to take this too gross, but is there anything there? I'm a producer in a room going... I don't know. You, you guys are the writers. Uh, is, there anything, is, there anything, is there anything there? Because I don't know if there is. I don't... I'm going to go ahead and say no. I mean, it's too... It's too... He's too much of a monster. It's like being like 
That's like saying, uh, you know, the the Velociraptor got this chick pregnant in Jurassic Park. Like the things, another, the the hoops you have to jump pregnant. through in your mind, it's just too much for me. For Chucky, sure. Uh, Pinhead, Freddy, okay, all okay with me. Jason, no, he seems like he sex bad. Sex bad. No, penis bad. Sex I bad. Get it up. Right. The only reason I liked it or it interested me because I I never once once thought about that or anything like that from that angle. So when I saw the little headline, you Jason had a son, I said, "What? Think about it. What? Jason? If Jason wanted to go penising around, he had plenty of opportunities to do so. It did not seem to be a priority. Now you could say, oh, what if they extracted some tissue or?" you know something like that but that's i don't think that's really the in the spirit of having a child you know yeah it was weird enough when they did that halloween six it was sort of implied that that baby was michael's child yeah that was gross that was gross enough this is also really gross that was gross yeah so if you want to get your hands on jason x to the third power uh, came out in two thousand six. It's only gonna it's, it's only it's only gonna cost you uh two thousand dollars. So just uh one click buy on Amazon and you you've got yourself Jason X oh, to the third power. Someone's playing with the algorithm on Amazon. Like I'll list it for a million dollars. Supply and demand, baby. Yeah, it looks very in demand. Moon Camp Americana is home to some of humanity's most forward-thinking scientists, but have they really cloned serial killer Jason Voorhees? Not once, but twice? <gasps> I like Jason babies. So if we do a Slasherville theme park, that if they're in the kids' section, there's going to be Jason babies. No. <laughs> I don't want babies. to. I don't want to. Oh, shit. All right. So now... Now that we got that out of the way, let's talk about Chucky. We finally, we finally did it. They finally did it. Hold Season on. Season one. Wait a minute, asshole. Books. You made me watch the worst trailer of all time to not talk about it? All right. Uh, uh, Jim, if you want to, we could that find Jim. Yeah, You're the boss I do. Here. I do, because I synced it. What first of all, who makes a trailer like that? I do. I kept I watched this shitty we're talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Uh and I, I watched this Texas Chainsaw Massacre trailer and I said, Who edited this piece of shit? Me? What's this font choice? I use those shitty fonts. Me. I do that. Right. That's like built that's like some built in Adobe fonts. Yeah. And we we had talked it was it might not have even been Slasherville. It might have been it was. not like the, okay, it was a very good. early one. Good, good. It's all coming together. It's all in house about how Texas Chainsaw Massacre is coming out and Netflix ended up buying it because people were viewing it and they're like, We can't put that in theaters and make money. And Netflix said, Here's a couple bucks. Just, just give us your movie, we'll put it on, we'll do the thing in February. It's fine. And we read the synopsis on the show and how it was kind of woke, I guess, and just political overtones in general, which is unnecessary, no matter which way you lean. And then they hit you with this trailer. And I I, I don't know. I've never seen such a clean Texas Chainsaw Massacre trailer. Even uh, the the one with Jessica Biel, Mm, the one with Jessica Biel. That was still kind of gritty and dirty, and I'm sure they threw some film grain bullshit on there. This, even though it wasn't produced by Netflix, it looks like a clean Netflix movie. And it does. Like, that's not that's not how you're supposed to do any of this. So not not a great start. That kind of tells you everything you need to know of what of what you're going to get. They they've lost the plot from the very beginning. They 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 don't know what they have in their hands. But yeah, it's just a, a minute-long trailer, and so yeah, like I said, they lost the plot immediately with how it's shot and p- presented, and I knew a second in, one second in to the, the trailer when they hit you with that camera flash noise mm-hmm. that's synonymous with uh, Texas Channel, which I love. 
I'm a sucker for that. But when they hit you with that right off the bat, I'm like, oh, you don't have anything else. The trailer, you don't, you don't have shit. It literally gives you no information about the show whatsoever. You don't know it, any of the characters' names, the overarching plot, or you know, sort of story. Nothing, yeah. and then and then you're like, well, maybe I'll get some cool scares and stuff. Then the trailer goes into half. I would say like two thirds of the rest of all of the frames of the trailer are just black. It'll be like black one one thousand one a quick frame of something black one one thousand Sh- shitty 1, font. Yeah, you get nothing from the trailer. You don't even get like, well, that looks scary or that looks disgusting or frightening. It's just. A couple shots of Leatherface finding the chainsaw. A couple shots of a of a character, main character. Don't know. Important character. No idea. Does the character have dialogue? Not sure. There isn't any in the trailer. Uh, hiding in the floor, and Leatherface just starts cutting up the floor. Um, and then a lot of black, just black frames with, with nothing there, and quick, like irritatingly quick flashes of some other character possibly getting attacked by Leatherface, and that's it. Yeah, and look, I'm not going to give them grief over the fact that it was short and didn't show a lot. It's a teaser. This is how trailers used to be done. Believe it once, a long time ago. So I'm not mad about that. But what they have in there, I'm with you on that. That's that's. I mean, it doesn't tease. It's a teaser, but it doesn't tease anything. It's it. It's basically an announcement. It feels like an announcement video. We've made a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There's the chainsaw. There's the guy at the end. That's all, that's all you care about, right, guys? I re- and for some people, yeah. But this, I mean, like if this was a 15 second teaser where it's like, you know, maybe a couple shots of the inside of the house, and then those camera flash noises and then the chainsaw starting up and the, the, the last shot of the trailer is just Leatherface in your face with the chainsaw and then that's it. That's a tease. Like, okay, wow, Leatherface is back. That's what it's telling you. Like you said, an announcement. Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw is back. But this is like a minute and a half too long because <laughs> it's a minute yeah. and a half long and no. tells me nothing. And it doesn't... It doesn't have to tell you something, but then if it doesn't tell you anything, what it should do is leave you hanging and really tease you. And this doesn't even really do that. You it's don't just, have it up in front of you by any chance, It's just abrupt. Yeah, I do. Can you just go to 102? Mark 102 out of 114. Hold on. it's Because it, it's playing an ad. It's literally an oh, ad sure. I'm watching. And I, hold on. For, mm-hmm. I have to wait for the ad. I don't got time to watch this ad when I'm watching all these ads. Yeah, if it's a trailer, if if you're going to YouTube to watch an ad, you should not get an ad. Okay, so 102, what am I looking for? It's just the Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, title in the red. Yeah. and um, But look at the A's on Massacre. Like, why is that second A different from the first A? I'm like, you can't even do this right. I'm so mad at you with your font choices. Is is that some sort of creative thing that I I'm just not savvy uh, enough about? For all my uh, sure graphic designers, smarten me up. We'll we'll say that, that that yes, that is the reason. Yeah, that yeah, 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 that's it. So there are a couple cool things in this trailer because here's the thing: I'm gonna watch the shit out of this movie. This the day it comes out, I'm I'm almost tempted to kidnap you and make it be a their Patreon movie at some point. But at eleven seconds, maybe it works better than Shutter on this fucking <laughs> web browser. Uh, at the eleven second mark, they show a photo, and it's you know, Leatherface, you know, in human form back in the day, and his face is kind of etched out. You can't really see his face. I'm like, that's a creepy, cool sort of image. Unfortunately, it was you know what came before it was a bunch of clean, establishing shots of of nothing. And then we get the John Wick at the 32 second mark when it looks like his chainsaw was in the walls or something. And now he's got to bust down the walls to get his guns back, to get his chainsaw back. Right. What are we doing? It's weird. 
So you have no idea the setting, the time, the place. I mean, you could do that in a 30-second trailer. You can do a teaser where we at least know what something about what the hell is going on. Yeah, I think they knew that the trailer wasn't the best because the next day they were like, here's the official synopsis of the movie. We're sorry the trailer didn't help you guys out. Here's the synopsis of the film. It's 50 years later and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Also, this isn't a this isn't a sequel to something we have just seen. This isn't uh, season four of Stranger Things where we know where it left off. This is literally yeah. just a franchise oh, yeah. out of nowhere and they start you nowhere and then they end it nowhere and you have no and idea what's going on. And it has its own timeline issues, like a lot of these horror franchises. So it, it could have done with that Halloween 4, where it's like, well, I'm just going to recap the whole fucking story to you. It definitely Jesus ain't got nothing to do with it, tell you. It doesn't look like it's the type of creepy hillbilly jaunt I want, either. You know? No. It looks very serious. Yes. And I... I, I I just don't know what we're really going to get. So at the 105 mark, it's the money shot. It's Leatherface from behind, and he's holding up a, a mask made of flesh. And even that is underwhelming. It's, you know, look, not all these movies are going to be home runs, and it, it doesn't look like this one will be. But who's going to be the first one to watch it? Me. Me. It, it really there. worries me that what the story is like if they won't show us any of the characters if they won't show us any dialogue or anything like that in a, in this longer than a teaser trailer you know usually if, if you're giving me a teaser i'm expecting 40 seconds or less this is a minute and a half long trailer and i got nothing it's like well hmm he's bad well that's what all the the the, the font Subtitles are, in 1974, Legend was born. In 2022, The Face of Madness returns. So they're just going to do it with text. They're going to, you know, they always say, uh, tell, don't show. Just tell. <laughs> they always say that. Yeah. yeah, all the greats. That's what I've been reading. You've been hearing about all, you've been hearing about this thing. Just explain everything. It's, it's, you know, so, don't show anybody anything. Jim wanted to talk about Texas Chainsaw this week. All right, cool. That's cool. We can do that. Yeah, so well, we've talked it. about it. <laughs> I texted Jim. I was like, you got to watch this trailer. It sucks. Then I watched it, and then you were going to just blow right past it. Like, wait a minute. I want my life back. <laughs> yeah, it's a minute and a half. It's just, good. it's just gone forever. So let's talk about something that was actually entertaining. That made some choices and uh, ad- advanced a franchise a little bit. We're going to talk Chucky. They Season one. Definitely advanced the franchise. We talked about the first two episodes, uh, several episodes of Slasherville ago. And then Dale and I decided, uh, it was Dale's idea. I thought it was a good idea. Let, let's just sort of hold off. Let's not check in with Chucky every week. Let's sort of wait till this wraps up and then we'll do a whole Chucky episode. And then, because then we can give our entire thoughts on beginning to end and we don't have to well maybe it'll do this and it'll change how we feel about it so this is that episode if you haven't finished chucky we are going to talk about pretty much everything that's in it uh the finale was the the previous week from this coming out so you've had time i think if you were into it like we were you've probably watched it and we are going to cover all of it we covered the first two episodes. We might briefly touch on just how that gets going um, once we start talking about these other episodes because they call back to some of that stuff. So here we go. I wish we got more Dagobah or Dembella <laughs> because he starts hitting at stuff and he'll, he really starts name dropping this god i don't know what that is like in the last couple episodes and i said what's gonna happen here i i i I was starting to sense that this final episode was going to be something pretty big and it was it was big Mm -hmm. but not in the direction that i i was thinking 
Do do you think they ever go more that route, that supernatural route? Not that this isn't already supernatural, but you, you know what I'm Yeah, you're saying how far do we get into the magic? Into the book, into the magic. Because it all starts with magic, but then we sort of kind of forget about that for the most part in most of these movies. In the the show, even. Yeah. Because I was thinking maybe this show we get more of that. I want to know who taught this motherfucker voodoo, man. Come and when they started doing flashback stuff, I said, "Here we go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have all these answers." And I didn't really get them because we were get flashbacks to Charles Lee Ray and Tiffany doing the crime stuff back in the day, and that's great, that's fun. And I'm just like, "Where's the magic, though?" Right? Because he's just like a scumbag. He's just your average killing scumbag. That just happens to luckily know this one trick that police hate, (laughs) and it's (laughs) body possession. Like, I just want a little bit more of that, and maybe season two, maybe season two, because there is going to be a season two. Yes, first of all, it got picked up. There will be a season two for sure, which is really cool. I uh, I like that they tease you with the voodoo. Now, didn't we, in the first movie, as the doll, he goes and visits yes. the voodoo person and says, hey, I'm stuck in this fucking doll now, <laughs> right? Isn't that basically <laughs> the scene? Like, how do I get into a body? Was that the, was that the person who taught him? Because I know that scene. I know it exists, but I don't know if it necessarily answered my question. Right. I don't maybe, know. maybe that's the one. Maybe that's the one. Right. I don't know if that's the person that taught him, right? We don't know for sure. Um, but and and we see young Charles Lee Ray reading the voodoo. I'm just reading this book about voodoo while you drive around in this dead guy's car. Um, so we don't they don't show us the moment when it's when Charles Lee Ray realizes, oh, I, I can do this thing. And will they add to it? You know, because you don't really know in the beginning of, of child's play, you don't know how much voodoo he's dabbled in or what he knows or what he doesn't know. And it could just be that he was reading this book and just fucking was like, well, I'm just going to wing it or I'll be dead. So it doesn't make a difference either way. But you don't get that impression when you're watching the no. first child's play. And especially now that they've advanced it because the rules have been pretty consistent in all the movies. And now the show, man, we got multiple Chuckies. We have a potential army of Chuckies. He's possessing people, and he's like splintered everywhere, like like it's Harry Potter or something. And that's fine, but that just means he knows more than we've been led on to believe. And I, I need to know a little bit more. I don't need to know how everything. You know, I don't need to know all the deets, but you gotta, you gotta give me a little bit more because that's that's some fun stuff right there. Now, the some only one stuff. I haven't seen is Cult of Chucky. I've seen Curse of Chucky, but not Cult. So I believe it is at the end of Curse, right when he possesses. Um, the I don't even remember the character's name. Fiona Dorf's character. That is at the end of Curse and then in, in Cult that plays out. Isn't it like a... I don't know if that's true because I think at the end of Curse, isn't she... Because uh, it's like a courtroom scene, right? Right. And they're, they're wheeling the doll out. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you motherfucker doll, you piece of... Just kill that doll right there. I don't... Was that supposed to be Chucky? Okay. So maybe... I, yeah. So maybe I'm wrong. So, and like I said, I haven't seen cult of chucky so i don't know but um what is really neat the first thing i'll say now that we've seen the whole show we don't the voodoo thing is weird because it's implied that we are right around the time when tiffany frames him to get murdered by the police not murdered i mean he deserved everything he got but you know what i mean um and then we still have no voodoo we he has the book he's reading a book we don't see a scene where he's practicing this or learning anything, and it seems like we get right up to when that's going to happen. Uh, yes. 
but what this show does is it what we okay so we loved the resequeling idea of halloween kills and they nailed it they did a really good job we also said though wouldn't it be neat if one of these franchises came up with a way or had the guts or whatever you would want to call it to just incorporate every single thing and make it work somehow and this does that yeah it's it's very fan fictiony in that way it is but the the way they kind of paint their world it's very like isolated and you know we talked about it last time where i knew tone wise where we were fantasy land when he walked onto that bus with the fucking doll in his hands mm-hmm. i'm like that there's no way that ever happens ever so like i know what kind of show this is you're just gonna have to take a step back and and let the let it in just let it in they let everything so. ride they incorporate everything and they tie together pretty well i would say we get some fan service stuff that we really want like kyle coming back this is yeah, the first time that character has been back We've seen Andy a couple of times here and there, but not Kyle. So that was neat. Um, And they, they, they did answer in a way, they answered a lot of the questions we had about, well, why does this show start off with a good guy doll at a garage sale, just sitting there on a table? And why is it already possessed? It's Chucky. How does this, where does it tie into the rest of the movies? Are they mm-hmm. doing like a soft reboot where they just don't mention what happened before? Uh, they mention everything. Because mention he did Glenda. possess that woman in, in Cult of Chucky. Then she shows up yep. possessed. And then, but then I had to try and figure out, okay, wait a minute. Because he's in the doll now. Is this a midpoint flashback of something you know right, it's not a lost shit right yeah right it's some lost shit no it turns out it's real time and chucky's soul is just fragmented into all of these different things and uh, i wish not to harp on that but if you're gonna introduce that give, give me some rules that go with it yes oh i i can do that if i can do that when i can only do this because or tell and why, then, you know, give yeah. us a, even if you're not sure, like, well, this could have been because of blah, blah, blah. And like when he's splintered and we have multiple Chuckies and Fiona's Chucky too, I was like, well, maybe, you know, because he's, he's spread too thin, he's going to be weak and this, that, and the, no, he's strong as fuck. Yes. And the kid even says that. Why are you so fucking strong? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, who are you to doubt El Dandy? <laughs> he's a jab up guy. Uh, I, I didn't. I also wasn't sure once they introduced, and I and you know what? I don't want. I don't mean to skip over too much stuff. So we have the main kids in in junior high, who this is happening to them. Yeah, the is parents it, are like fodder, which is hilarious. The parents all get whack. It's I just like that. It's very uh, merciless in that way. Chucky, uh, he tries to get Jake to kill some people. Yeah. He, apparently, he needs in, an innocent to to do to do kills. Why? I don't know. Yeah. That's the little bit of lore that they did give, and even that was a little bit incomplete. But that's fine. They introduced a rule. That's cool. And it if it, with the flashbacks, it also doesn't necessarily need to be a hard and fast rule. Because they show him learning to, you know, sort of tapping into this inner killer when he was little. And then being a teenager and getting other kids to kill just because, you know, killing's fun. This is before Chucky the doll. This is before voodoo and magic. He's just like, hey, you want Why don't you kill some people? That'll be fun, won't it? Um, So there's that aspect of it, too, where he's just doing what happened when he was a kid. Yep. Don't yeah, you want flashbacks? Great. It's fun to kill people, isn't it? Um, and it, it, I didn't feel like we needed a rule as to why he won't kill Jake. You know, like I can't kill him because then the blah blah blah. No, he's like, no, I think I can get this guy to be a serial killer. I'm not. I don't want to waste a serial killer. Yeah. Did you like the flashbacks? Like in theory, did you like it? 
And then what they actually did with the flashbacks. Did you like it? Okay. Like what they did is, is in the con- the stuff. content or the style? Just the, just the style. Like, okay, it seems like every episode's going to have a, a, a Charles Lee Ray flashback. Interesting. I didn't mind it. There wasn't too much of it where it was bogging down the story. Uh, I felt like it gave us just enough. And I think it's sort of like some of the only uncharted territory you have left. You know, well, what what about Chucky? What about him as a little boy? I didn't I didn't mind it. I kind of liked them. I I felt like you definitely, and this is so, sort of uh, one of your one of your problems with Ghostbusters, where it's like, hey, if we don't if you don't need this in there, get get it out of there. It it could have been fine without the flashbacks, but I felt like because of the story they're trying to tell with Chucky getting Jake to kill for him and then getting Junior, you know, like, uh, well, if you won't do, maybe Junior will do some killing for me. I think showing him uh, having that happen to him as a kid wasn't terrible. Yeah. I mean, when... The flashbacks started, and I was like, "Oh, it's it's little Chucky." Okay, that's that's crazy. I, I I thought, "Oh, that's neat." And then I got nervous. I was like, "Oh, they could ruin a, a lot of things here. They they could really shit the bed." You know, we don't need to know how the sausage gets made, essentially. But what they showed was fine. It was it was just enough. It was just it was just enough. It was kind and of it, American it, it, Horror Story esque. Yeah. And it built upon things we we already knew. Obviously, Chucky and uh, and Tiffany were a thing. So when we get this flashback, you know, with like a strip club, and then it's uh, Charles Lee Ray and these two dancers, you know, at a hotel doing doing sexy nasty things. And there's a blonde. And you're like, all right, Tiffany. And then there's like a redhead. And you're like, okay, she's probably gonna die. And but then it's vice versa. And you're like, oh shit, what's going? On? And then we realize, oh, the redhead is actually that's Tiffany, you know. And he's like, you should dye your hair. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cute. That we were having fun, uh, and it it was kind of fun seeing how the band got together. Yeah, he's reading the fucking voodoo book at one point. It's got to be more than just reading a book. Like he needs to have killed someone or done a job for someone, some sort of. Murder rabbit hole led him to that, and one day I'll get I'll get it one day. Maybe that's why they're not doing it. It's just too difficult to execute. I thought that too, and I thought, well, how are you going to make Brad Dorf look young again? And uh, they cut cut to Fiona Dorf with some makeup on, looking just like motherfucking Brad Dorf. Uh, I loved that. I thought that was uh a cool idea and it's like cool on many levels yeah. you know like well let's put some makeup on her she'll kind of look like him and then that is his actual real life daughter playing younger him and then he's mm-hmm. possessing her in modern times when she's playing this other character and then she's turning into chucky it was just they're crossing all my wires and checking all my boxes. It was really neat the way they did that stuff. The, his the, voice coming out of her mouth. Yeah, yeah, his voice coming out of her mouth, but then her doing that voice as yeah, the other are, character. Oh, yeah. It was I just loved all of it. They were very consistent I felt with Tiffany. Because ever going all the way back to Bride of Chucky. Yeah, she's she sort of loves Chucky and hates Chucky and is intertwined with him and they have this codependent shitty relationship and that part of it didn't disappoint. They they kept with that pretty consistently, I felt. Uh so I enjoyed that. I did think it was I I don't remember this from the other movies. But I know I, I I'm almost a thousand percent sure it's not in Bride of Chucky. But her playing her, Gen- Jennifer Tilly plays Jennifer Tilly possessed by Tiffany. Right. Yeah. That's seed. That's that's that was seed of Chucky. Yes. Okay. Because it didn't happen in Bride of Chucky. No. Uh. That threw me for a loop 
once they got to now for a second they're like oh miss yes. tilly i'm like oh okay wait a minute okay they're doing that they're doing that again so they yeah. they didn't really skip any steps or leave anything but that's fucked uh, with and that's so hard to do and i honestly don't know if they did it well but it's kind of like can you have that in there? I don't know if you can have that in there. It's like when the Ghostbusters theme is in the actual universe of Ghostbusters 2. You're like, you can't. That can't be there. Like, <laughs> you can't do that. Right. Um, but they walked the, they walked the line pretty good. Yeah. I, I liked it. And I liked the, the reference to Bound. Like, aren't you too young? You're too young to have seen Bound. I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, I'm not. Let me fire that you gotta have, So got to have that line in there. Uh, I liked that story. They they went in a lot of places. I liked, I liked his friend, Jake's friend, the podcaster. I didn't, so, like, I didn't feel like the kids got lost at all. Speaking of Ghostbusters. Right, speaking of Ghostbusters. Um, Who's the podcaster? Who am I forgetting? The, Devin. Uh, oh, Devin. Devin, yeah, Devin. Yeah, he had a podcast for a, a cup of coffee in the first couple episodes, and then like, yeah, fuck all that. He's, he's a kid. He'll get, he'll get his... Look, not everyone can do it for 11 years straight. <laughs> he'll get it. Um, I did like that the kids had to sort of band together, and I did like that oh, yeah. one of them fucked him over. I didn't really mind who it was going to be. Uh... So mm-hmm. that that part of it was I was sort of agnostic. It ended up being Junior that fucks them over. Yeah, it, that was that was great. I, it, I did like that. And it could have gone either way, you know, like both shitty people. Either one of those kids could have fucked over Jake. Well, and that and and is Jake going to kill people or not? I mean, we get really close to that. I, yeah, I mean, I think they answer it, but. Early on in the series, in the season, you know, obviously you have this girl and she's a bitch. She's a huge raging bitch. And she's making fun of his dead dad, getting electrocuted and all this shit. And I was like, are they going to turn her face at some point? Are they? Because, you know, it's not our first rodeo. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, are they going to band together by the end of this? Or is she going to be fodder? Is she going to be Chucky's number two? I was like, that's what it was going to be for me. Either you know, generic face turn, rally up, or Chucky's number two. And she was part of of the face turn. And I'll, I'll take away the generic part because that was hard. That was hard to do. Oh, man, we had a discussion about some other movie not too long ago where it was another character that had no right uh, getting a face turn out of it after all their heelish activity, but they did it. And similar thing right here. Because by the end of it, the last couple episodes, I, w- I was with her, you know? I was like, yeah, go fucking help Jake, even though you were literally trying to have him killed like two days ago. <laughs> trying to have him. Yeah, that, that's true. So it, it could have been her or Junior. Lexi or Junior were both shitty people. And Junior was way more sympathetic. He, he, like You could tell he was kind of a, you know, like a follower. Right. She was like an alpha. Yeah, he he was shitty to Jake when everyone's around, but when when it's just uh, when it's just Junior and Lexi around, Junior's like, "Hey, man, be nicer to him, please." And he at least has a reason. It's like you're fucking up my flow, moving in here, ruining all my shit. Like mm-hmm. that's kind of a personal level. Her, it's like you're just a schoolmate. Like why are you trying to destroy this kid I physically, think, mentally, and emotionally? I, Jesus, I think that's why I liked her face turn. Because she, they really make you feel like, okay, she's a kid, but if she dies, I won't be super upset. I could, like, they're going really hard in the paint to make sure I hate her enough. Where if she gets whacked by Chucky or Jake, I'm not going to be like, oh, that's, that's unnerving. And also, um, I don't want to say I didn't see it coming. Her, but but I like I I could I didn't I did have the possibility in my mind that Lexi would not die, but I thought she's either going to she'll be Chucky's number two, or she'll be um she'll still be Jake's foil, 
right up until the end. But I didn't see her palling around with Jake and Devin at all. I thought this was just going to be the Jake and Devin versus the world show because Devin does the podcast. He's the urban legend guy. Yeah. Um, and he would have been great to sprinkle in some, some lore and mythology for Dale, just for me. And we would have taken it because he's the expert on that stuff. Whatever he says with the voodoo. Is what it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, when he was in prison, his cellmate was blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, yeah, of course it was. Yeah, and it, I, <laughs> they but they leave it they leave that wide open now for season two. He he can be that person. Yes, um, because they, this 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 show did a lot of abrupt. We don't want to worry you. We do not want to upset you. Uh, things were bad, and now they're good. Uh, two examples: one, it looks like Devin is killed. Uh, the a house explodes. He was in there. And they hit you with this sad montage. Jake is crying. Jake goes to Devin's. How he's in his room, like, you know, going through his stuff, just crying. Oh, but my boyfriend's dead. Oh, oh shit! And then Devin just walks in, and then he, they kiss. And he's like, "No, I, I got out." And I was like, "God damn, you didn't even wait." This which is the is, next scene, which is good. I like that. Don't don't like that. Don't bat, Don't Dark Knight rises me. It didn't have to be the the, the next scene. I, I know it, it didn't did have, to be, have to be, but the but then scene. I'm not Dark Knight Ro- Rose Rosened. Another um, one was uh, Junior because I and we I think we talked about it previously when we talked about Chucky. I loved the idea of Chucky and at the time Jake. I was like, fuck yeah, gruesome to some two man power trip. Go kill everybody. I loved it. Didn't work out that way, but then Junior's the guy. I said, that's even better. It makes more sense. I'm on board with it. And then even he he gets his face turned at the end. I'm like, we can't have anything nice. Yeah. That, that, he, the, I didn't like that when he's talking about when he saves Lexi or whatever. At the, yeah, at the end, and he takes the stab bump. The and bump. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Tell everybody I'm sorry. Blah, blah. And I'm yeah, like, no. Like no, Dombala his ass into a doll. Oh. Wow. Don't do me. Yeah, I, that was the only part of that I didn't like because then they didn't do that. Sorry, go ahead. Because then I don't have any buy-in into him being a shitty person and, and being a murderer. Then then you just feel bad for him. Like, oh, Chucky tricked him. I don't want it to be a trick. I want that person to really have them tendencies inside, like Chucky did when he was little. Yeah, and Junior would have been late to the party, you know, getting those tendencies, but young enough. He's a fucking teenager. It's fine. Sure. Not everybody has to be a killer baby, like Jason babies. <laughs> and and <laughs> they gave no, no simpy for Junior's mom. Because no we were hating her, because she was kind of, you know, a little, little stuck up. And then in the first episode, we're like, oh, she's fucking around. Turns out, she wasn't. She was, she was getting no. some cancer news. And hiding it from everyone. And then it's like, I got stage four cancer. And then we're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I hated you. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hate you. Hey, Chucky. Hey, what are you doing, pal? Hey, watch out. She's right by the wind. Oh, no. And he does that thing with his hands. He puts his little hands to his face like, oh, no. Yeah. And I was like, you fucking <laughs> you little shithead. He's the best. Love it. They do, there's so many little Chucky moments like that. I'll give you my puppet. favorite one. And it what what I liked about it is when they it's right when they get they they put Lexi into the fold. There's always going to be at least two characters who know Chucky is a doll, but you can't convince anyone else he's a doll because he'll make you look crazy by not doing the things you think he's going to do. So it ends up being uh, Jake and Devin and Lexi, and they're in the hospital and. He pulls the plug on Lexi's little sister and he had already killed the cop and the cops all, they find the cop's body and he's all, his face is all melted off and he looks at him in the window, just gives him the finger. Yeah. (laughs) That's my favorite Chucky moment. Oh, I love it. And then we get the Lexi, the the fakie. And I think we're all supposed to know as the viewers, we know Chucky. We know the lore. We know he body jumps and stuff. So I think, honestly, all the viewers, it's supposed to be obvious to us that the melted doll is no longer, the good is no longer Chucky, and that regular good guy doll is now Chucky. 
Um, yeah, because they and they because they do that for a while where they're catching it and trapping it and smashing it and. There was the yeah. scene before where it's just a regular good guy doll and Lexi's smashing it and saying, you know, like, what does she say? There's a line she has and it's really perfect. It's like, do something or something like that. And uh, it won't. So then we're supposed to know right away once once they get the melted doll, that's definitely not Chucky anymore. So does that make Andy and Kyle idiots for their quest of we're just busting in, shooting uh, these dolls. He, that's a good point. So we'll spin into that. Uh, we find out that Andy and and Kyle have been doing the supernatural thing. They've been doing the Winchester brothers, dress up like fake government agents. Oh, yeah, I was thinking Pulp Fiction, but yours is well, the, more accurate. You know, definitely that shot is Pulp Fiction. But the but their story is totally supernatural. Yeah. They're driving around in this jalopy, this old car all over the country, looking for all the the remaining Chucky dolls. Um, and to me, the implication is they know he's in one of those or something like that. Like one, like if we destroy all of them, we got them, or or they get a hot tip, it, just like the the Winchester brothers do. You know, some weird, there's some weird activity. A good guy doll has been spotted in such and such a place. We got to go check it out, but nobody's going to believe the story. So we got to have a fucking cover and they bust into the, well, they don't bust in. It's, it's one of the, it's one of the coolest fan service scenes, I think, because I'm a huge supernatural fan and you and I are both huge Kyle fans. They come up to this house. They pretend to be census bureau and then they're asking the kid about her doll. <laughs> and the parents are like, what the fuck does that have to do with the census? We're just trying to make them feel included. like they're." Pu- and then I bought it. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, show them your dolls. Go ahead. Yeah, that's cute. And then they're like, any other dolls? Uh? And then I think we're getting faked out. You know, like, oh, what about Charlie? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's not going to really be a good guy doll. And it is. And I'm like, they're going to look stupid, though. It's not going to be Chucky. And then it is. And they, so when when Chucky's in the doll, he's flesh and blood to a degree. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they shoot him and blood's flying out. And then they Pulp Fiction just execute this doll in, <laughs> in the middle of the living room. And then they have to just book. And yeah. it was great. What did you think about that little scene? Oh, I love I texted you immediately. I was okay. like, watch the opening of the episode called Cape Queer. Just in case you couldn't watch the whole series, mm-hmm. if you had to skip around, not that episode, not the opening to that one, because that shit was great. First, I didn't Kyle's back. I was like, oh my God, so good. It was great. Uh, I loved and it. And I liked it. I, I think they, I like that role for them, These the monster hunters. And I like uh, it on another level because- with all that's happened to Andy and Kyle and what they know, to think that they just are not doing anything about it, it's sort of like disheartening. Like, well, you're not doing what you what you're supposed to be the hero. Like, you're you're just not doing anything about this. And it turns out they were trying to They're do trying. something about it. Just a couple of people. I wasn't that's- entirely sure how it fits into everything. That part was a little blurry to me. You know, like, ha- have they been doing this for 30 years? You should, Kyle I, wasn't in part three. I think that it's kind of like, uh, uh, maybe did they answer it? Not, this, not. Yeah, I didn't think they did. Not clearly. Well, I, I like to think that, you know, they kept their ear to the street. You know, all good guy news. And when something popped up, they'd roll out and investigate. And obviously there was a big, uh, you know, dip in time where nothing was going on. So they probably lived their lives for a little bit. But hey, they got they got those Google alerts set. Oh, shit, there's something going on in Hapanik, New Jersey. We got to get our asses out there. Here we go. I like that. Now, one thing that I think might have been a missed opportunity because yes, they did get a season two, but you never know that. You gotta fucking swing for the fences, which is why I like how they really—they're really setting up Tiffany as like a pretty big villain. Jesus Christ! But I can't believe 
that in this franchise, so the franchise is Chucky, and then we got Tiffany. We got another doll. And then we got Glenn, Glenn and Glenda, their kid, which I think is going to be season two. I was surprised it wasn't at the end of season one. But in this show, I was certain by the end of this season, somebody was going to be a fucking doll. Somebody knew. You know, right. it's a fucking new era. It's a new show. It's 2021. Let's go. No, I was wrong. Do you think that's wrong. maybe because they weren't positive it was going to get picked up yet? Well, that's something you do to almost ensure that you fucking do. Well, it's like, well, don't you want to see point. Junior the Dow? Don't you want to see what Junior the Dow's going to do? It's a good point. Good point. So maybe season two is going to be chock full of goodies for us with that stuff. Because I love when Junior turned heel and he had that. I wouldn't say emo streak to him, but you know, he was doing it because he was personally hurt. Um, his parents were fucking murdered. He's, he's had enough of this shit. And Chucky finally got one. It was, it was fun to watch Chucky get one. He's been trying all goddamn show to get one of these kids, which by the way, it wouldn't be that hard. It wouldn't take that long. Right. But in this show, it did. And he's like, fuck, I got one. And it's this stud athlete kid too. That's going to be great. Only for it to be a short-lived affair. True. Because they kind of pivot to this uh, army of Chuckies, and everyone's kind of has a master plan. And maybe you can help me with this, because this is where I even get a little confused. I, I don't know the end games for some of these things. Okay. Like, what's Chucky just wants an army of Chuckies? And he's like, and then we, we are Legion. We are just going to go throughout america and, and kill is that just it maybe spread across the country maybe not like as an army go from place to place but maybe sort of infiltrate sure, different scared. areas one mm -hmm. you know you know this style goes here this style goes there and i i didn't get any information to lead me to believe that those other dolls can't also make more of themselves you know like yes yeah. like bounce around between shit maybe maybe it's like growth maybe it's like get these dolls all over the country and then possess people that could be cool like who's pulling these strings why why are you doing that i mean if it's just for because i like to murder and we're gonna we i can murder more if there's more of me all right just, just a little bit, a little bit more, just a little bit more. And then you have Tiffany, who I don't even really know. And what she does to Nika at the end kind of pissed me off because I was like, well, now I don't know what the, what's going to be with Nika in season two. Now, anything I want to see, I like season one Nika. Mm -hmm. That shit was hilarious and fun and scary. And It was and brutal. It was brutal to see. And... Um, we're going to have to see it all, all season two now, you know, like it's not just like, Oh, that's a rough way to end it. Like, no, no, no. I, the implication for me is that she will be back in season two. Um, it's a little much. They, they go pretty hard with some of these maiming and killing. Oh, oh yeah, the the violence. It's violent. It's great. The, the, the deaths are amazing. Uh, the effects and CGI are pretty damn good. But yeah, uh, Tiffany at the end, because Nika is sometimes Nika, sometimes Charles is in there. So she's like, I can't risk that. So she cuts off her legs and arms. Yeah. And that's no not fucking fun. around. No, it's not because yeah. now if, even if she's Chucky, she can't really do anything. Yeah, yeah. So it was like a safety belt because before that, I think it was even the same episode. Um, there's like this, and they've been building up to to it. There's a little romance subplot there because Tiffany was with Nika because Nika's actually Chucky. Chucky's in that body, so mm -hmm. she's like, "Well, I, I guess I'm with this woman because it's actually Chucky." But she's like, "I know a lot of that. Not even fucking Chucky." Like, I know a lot of that's you, and I like you, and I think you like me. And I was like, okay, that's actually kind of sweet, and maybe there's a face turn here. And honestly, for a second, I thought it was going to be a double turn. Mm -hmm. um, but no, 
<laughs> she just says, I can't risk him getting in you. Your arms are gone. Your legs are gone. And scream of the year. When we do our Slasherville oh, Awards goodness. at the end of December. That's right. Slasherville Awards coming up soon, folks. Um, I think the lead for scream of the year is, is going to Fiona Dorf. Because that shit was crazy good. It Ooh. was. But... From this series, you know what other scream? I I rewatched it twice. Hmm. The scream when Lexi's little sister sees the melted Chucky. Oh. That is a sc- fucking scream and a half as well. So some stiff competition for the screams coming yeah. from the Chucky show. Now, their odds. what I liked is Tiffany's crazy. So I didn't get... They don't really make it clear to us that Nika's like, yeah, I really do kind of think you're nice, Tiffany. No, I think Nika's just like, I want, let me out of here. There's just crazy people <laughs> murdering everyone. And I think that's definitely just Tiffany projecting her own feelings onto Nika. Um, and now Nika's like her prisoner. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Tiffany doesn't, she doesn't really have a face turn. Like we kind of think is going to happen. No, it's more like and she, it, and it, and she, she wants now. to have the control over Nika like Chucky has over Tiffany. And just like, you know, with Lexi, I said, there's no way they can turn her face. She's too much of a heel. There's no way Tiffany can go face in season two because she just fucking cut this lady's arms and legs off. There's no coming back from that. No, she's and she's the she's the empress. She's the one. She's the mastermind orchestrating these things. And uh the implication is that she got Chucky into Hackensack and bought his old house. Like she's she's running the show at this point, and she and she's been like that since that character's been introduced. Yeah, and Bride. Yeah, she's like I'm grabbing these dolls and I'm getting into these rooms I shouldn't be getting into. She's uh she's good for that. But yeah, that's that shit was crazy. Here is we're 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 getting to the end of this episode. Is there anything else you want to say? Because I th- I have a big direction I think this needs to go in, and I just need to make double sure that something didn't happen to this character in the movie I didn't see. I my my final thought, my big final thought would be I was so surprised and disappointed a little bit that there was no Glenn or Glenda in this show because everybody else is coming back. We got Kyle. For fuck's sakes. And I was like, Glenda's just a puppet. You can get a puppet. You can make a puppet. <laughs> we could do this, folks. Uh, but that that wasn't there. Because um, I, I, I was excited for this finale. And there was definitely some exciting things, some twists and turns. And that, that was just one more. I was like, and next? And now? Nope. Because I was waiting for him to just, her, her, they, to just bust through the fucking window and do some mom, dad. Stop being bad. <laughs> Doing some shit. Um, but like I said, season two. Now, I will tell you who I need to see in this. And I just double check to make sure there's not a, a throwaway line in one of these movies. And I don't see it. Oh, oh, can I? Okay, no, Go. I'm not going to steal. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I yeah. think you know where I'm going. Yes, and I hope I hope we can I have an we can have an ultimate Sarah Connor reunion moment <laughs> if Andy can break out his mother from the mental institution that she's been in since the sort of end of part one, beginning of part two, that in between time. Mm-hmm. She was, you know, Karen Barkley is like the main character essentially of the first movie. Yes, and. She, they write her out as, you know, as being, she's in a mental institution. So Andy's going to foster care, which to me, it's a really good device to get him to another family who doesn't believe in the doll and all that stuff. But they don't kill her. She's not dead. And then in part three, they don't mention that she's, now she's dead. We're just like, oh yeah, she's just locked away forever because no one's going to believe this Chucky shit unless this Chucky shit gets too mainstream for people to deny. Or unless Andy, the, the Winchester hunter, goes back to rescue his mom. 
Yeah, she's I'd still like alive. Think- by the way, that actor okay. is still with us. I'd like to. I like to think he would have tried that already, but I don't know. Maybe he was trying to do it the, the can, more legal way. You're a writer. Yeah. You can come up. I mean, if okay. they fucking tied this shit together. And at the end of season one, we do get the mysterious gloved hand on the tree. Somebody's watching the kids. Who is hand? Jam. Who is hand? Who is hand? And I, I honestly didn't think you were going to go with uh, Karen Barkley, which is better than what I thought it was going to be. I, I want that little boy from part three. I mean, we, we've got time. Like we, can, we can get all these people back. And then Terry Silver shows up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I really do think that is, it's almost... It's 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 almost their biggest card to play. We haven't seen anything. She hasn't come back to the franchise at all. We haven't seen anything. Yeah. You know, we haven't seen anything in any of these other sort of sequels where they bring Andy back. None of that stuff, right? So yeah, bring that character back. That's that's and, and what you're telling me. What they did is they left all this on the table. Everything counts. Everybody's here. That means she's still around. Um, I'm hoping they're. That's their alley with an eye moment for me. Like you bring her back, and then I'm good with you. Like then I'll, that's the most <laughs> yeah. fan service you could do me. The original hero from the first movie who we've seen or heard nothing from in 30-some-odd years. Remember me? I'm Freddy. <laughs> you remember me? I killed you the first time. Holy yeah. moly. My dog remembers. <laughs> so, mate, yeah, we'll find out who, who, who is hand because they're going to do a season two. And look, I did like this show. Season, Chucky had it was a lot better than it had any right to be. Than I thought it was going to be. It was more violent than expected. It was it was funnier than I, I thought. Um, just you know, a couple nitpicky things because that's what I do, I guess. But I, I enjoyed it, and yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing who is hand. How many more uh, fan servicey things we're gonna get? Sprint, give me some voodoo answers and the lore, and we're gonna have a good time. And we don't see Kyle's body. We just know Kyle didn't make it out as far as Andy knows. Yeah, we've been fooled before. Don't give me ten minutes of Kyle and then no more Kyle. Yeah, that was that'd be that'd be rude. Fool us! I will be fooled. Please fool me. But the fact that they just didn't reveal her in the next scene leads me to believe that she is indeed dead. Could be, but I I could also say the fact that we don't see her corpse, we don't see a definitive shot of her dying when that door opens or anything. Maybe she did survive. Maybe she went into a doll. Oh, there we go. That's a big choice. If they do decide to doll someone up, that's a huge decision. But they've got time to think about it. So think think long and hard, my man. All oh, season two could be uh, T2. We got a good doll that's here oh, to protect oh, us. No, no, no. It's Kyle. She's a, she's a good one. She's protecting us. Hi, I'm Kyle. Want to play? And then we got to go break my mom out of the mental institution. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a lot of fun. That's like the first three episodes. Hit me up, Don. Yeah, fucking call him up, Don. All right, let's plug it up and get out of here. All of our socials at Slasherville Pod, including the Patreon.com slash Slasherville Pod. Maybe we can get this Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Watch along, track on there. If I can convince Jim to do it, we'll see how long that movie is. That'll convince me to do it. Doesn't like it call this fucking movie? February? February yeah. Yeah. Oh, we'll do it. There ain't gonna be shit going on in February. <laughs> That's very true. Um, on Twitch, I've been doing the Twitch thing. Folks, I've suggested play the scary games. Um, I've been trying to get the Michael Myers house on House Flipper because <laughs> I'm easing myself into the scary games. Um, so I did actually get the I got the money to to afford the Myers house uh, Tuesday, December seventh, four p.m. Central Standard Time. I'm gonna be on Twitch uh, going in 
to the Myers place and renovating it. I'm going to go up to that room and I'm going to look out that window. And Jim, oh, no. I'm going to see. Do I know. I'm so scared. I, I, we're going to see what's out that fucking window. And uh, tune in live December 7th, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. Twitch.tv slash Tromads. That's my game name, Tromads, a.k.a. Troma D Z. December 18th. Dad bod returns to your life. And we are playing at One Trick Pony Brewery in Lansing, Illinois. We're going to be playing for three hours. We're going to be in the Christmas spirit. Come drink with us at One Trick Pony in Lansing, Illinois on December 18th. That is going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Hit up anchor.fm slash slash real pod. Leave a message if we missed anything with uh, Chucky. But that's going to do it. Thank you so much. I'm Free Jefferson. And I am John the Voodoo Instructor. That's his name. I looked it up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>